0: Hello. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to the Tony Awards.
1: Tony with an eye. The
0: podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam.
1: I'm
2: Jake.
0: And joining us today we have two very special guests, Mr. Alex Fasella. Hello. And Mr. Craig Long.
2: Wait, this isn't my favorite murder.
0: Hey. hey! And today we are talking about Velvet Buzzsaw, released in 2019, written and directed by Dan Gilroy, about some haunted paintings that punish a bunch of uh, people. So, that's first a thing. Good,
1: that's a nice direct TV caption, Sam. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
1: scrolling through. What should I watch? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the first thing that. I want to bring up uh, is that the number one piece of IMDb trivia for this movie was that velvet buzzsaw is allegedly slang for cunnilingus. And yet nobody ate pussy in this movie.
1: That makes sense. Now that like the wordplay makes sense.
2: Yeah. I, I have to say I spent about um, the entirety of the movie wondering why it was called that. And also why it was important that we knew that uh, uh, Rene Russo's character was in a punk band that just did not really come up
3: at all. A lot of things in this movie don't really come up at all, so we'll get to it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I wonder I how wanna... we should begin, Sam, because I feel like should we do we want to try the summary real quick so we can just get that out of the way?
0: Yes. Uh, I don't have my phone on me, so do you want to? I would love to. Well, um, since Alex has seen this movie so many oh, times. Oh yes. and
1: please um try and do okay so we do this thing where
0: this is a new feature
1: it's relatively new just just to get the because a lot of people by by a lot mean like three people who listened were like i don't understand this movie at all i'm like well so we now it's (laughs) like you know we try to summarize as much like the whole thing if possible in 45 seconds okay from beginning to end (laughs)
3: So literally with spoilers or just the-
1: With spoilers all the way through and try to be objective. (laughs) You don't
0: have to be objective.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Can anyone be really? I don't have my phone.
2: Yeah. Um, Okay, so- uh, Hold on one one second.
0: We have to time you.
2: Okay. Sorry. Uh, You should play Jeopardy music in the background while it- (laughs) 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 Okay, Um, I don't even know how this works. Okay, go.
3: Okay, Velvet Buzzsaw is the is a movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal. It's about, he's this really snooty art critic in a world of art that is all about as good as Maureen's Moo With Me from Rent, but apparently some of it's good and some of it's bad. It all seems vaguely shitty to me. And uh, he discovers, or, or uh, his love interest discovers that there is an old man who has died in her building. He was a painter and his paintings are haunted or something. So whenever one's around, a different piece of art strangles someone to death because it's really badly written movie and then uh, it kills enough people that the movie ends. All right, you did it in 33 seconds. And (laughs) David Diggs lives because he understood the value of art, man, or something. I was was
2: surprised every single time David Diggs came on the screen. I knew he was in it, but for some reason, every time I always forgot.
0: I screamed um, every time.
2: Did you feel betrayed, Alex,
0: as a Hamelhead?
2: No I (laughs) I just
3: like that he's getting work and he was fun to watch so I didn't and I felt like they didn't give him the more like everyone in this movie speaks like a pretentious ass but like the it's a strength of the cast that if they're doing a good job they can pull it up the cast is great I don't love Mm -hmm. what Gyllenhaal's doing even though I like him as an actor but like it's he pull if you can pull off what the script is they, they can make them sound like kind of normal people and he's probably the most normal of them. So not portrayed. Maybe
1: maybe we could like break down some of the, the characters cause that might be helpful. Cause it's so many things. There's so many yeah. characters. I don't
0: I don't think that we need to understand that. It was a bad movie. Yes,
1: it is a bad <laughs> movie.
3: <laughs> it's a bad Actually, movie that should, on paper, the trailer was amazing. Did anybody see the trailer? I haven't seen the
1: trailer. Yes,
2: it looks so good. I want to say that I remember seeing the trailer for it and getting really excited Um, Also, I wanna say that I am uniquely qualified to talk about this movie because in in high school, I won an award for art history. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But also I remember seeing the trailer and being like, oh my God, this is gonna be so cool. And then like, I pretend I have such refined taste, but the day it came out, I saw one tweet that was like, it's a bad movie. And I was like, well, I guess I never have to watch that. (laughs) Um, And uh, that tweet was correct. Um, <laughs> I I thought it was a solid okay movie. I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was like okay. offensive.
1: Can I tell you guys something? Yes. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie yeah. <laughs> completely. I'm not even kidding. I fully fucking loved it. And I can't wait to watch it again.
0: <laughs> I love you for having that opinion because I know where you're coming from.
1: You know and my I, sensibilities, you like, know, like it's you're... very me.
0: It is a very you movie. I just wish that the movie had had more you in it.
1: Mm-hmm. I it totally the, feel that.
0: There were moments that it got campy and I wanted the rest of it to be campy as well. But yes. for the yeah. entire second act, I thought it was very, very slow. The deaths were not well spaced out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first, the first two slash three were pretty well spaced out. I thought it was a little weird to kill off all of the main characters the main three characters like so quickly (laughs) um even though it was like you know what i mean i feel like they could have gone back and forth like to
0: specify for the listeners the three main characters die at the end for the first in the
1: last 10 minutes yeah
0: for the first hour i think that there's i think that the only person who dies within the first hour of the movie is uh bryson the contractor
2: and the old man
1: oh well (laughs) <laughs> or the evil haunted old man. Actually, real interesting fact is that I had no idea going into this because I didn't watch the trailer or anything. I don't know if you knew, Sam. I truly just went into this blind thinking it was just going to be some weird indie, but like high, like pretentious comedy. I didn't know there were any horror elements you're whatsoever.
3: Of, you're kind of right about that though.
1: It yeah. is hilarious and indie. Well, yeah, it's like, it's weird. It doesn't it's want like... to be hilarious, but it kind of is. I think it I think there's jokes. I think like what you were saying, Sam was like there was it some be, And there needed to be more like it was campy yes enough to be considered campy, but it wasn't campy enough to have those horror elements in that way.
2: I I one hundred percent agree. That like are perfectly articulated what I was seeing. I saw I one review that was like it either needed to be twenty percent worse or sixty percent better. And That's I completely what... agree with yeah. you.
3: Yeah, It can't decide if it wants to be campy nonsense or yeah. like a serious, like prestige thriller. Exactly, and it really doesn't work when it's barreling between those two tones.
1: It could have been like Parasite, but it ended up just being like that movie with like Attack of the Fifty Foot Spider or something. <laughs> it kind know of like Joel,
3: Joel Schumacher Parasite. <laughs> I mean, the
1: art world is so interesting to me because I am also qualified since I uh, got a studio art minor in college for no reason. Oh and i really think that um yeah that's so i know a lot about what they're talking about and i liked picasso as a five as a six-year-old so
0: yeah i didn't (laughs) know anything that they were talking about (laughs) halfway through i had to google whether jake gyllenhaal was an art critic or an art buyer i didn't know what their jobs were uh the whole the whole cast of the movie is basically the staff of two rival art galleries that don't really seem to have any animosity between each other, but Natalia Dyer is in it. She's like, and she, she's like an art assistant, and she just spends the whole movie cycling between jobs at the two guys and finding
1: <laughs> um, dead bodies, which and I thought was really
0: funny. And I thought that was funny getting too. rehired. They,
1: she just hired every main character hired her at some point to do mm-hmm. something, and she kept finding corpses. That was a really funny touch, actually.
0: Yeah, um, I liked that. I liked the way that it opened with, like, an instrumental of Something's Wrong with Jack from Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: <laughs> Fun fact, <laughs> this guy who wrote the score is the same person who wrote the score for Scream. Really? Say, yeah, Marco Beltrami. Oh, my God.
1: When the director, his wife is Renee Russo, and mm-hmm. they also made Nightcrawler together, which I don't know what that is, but I've heard of it.
3: And I think Jake <laughs> yes.
1: Hall's in that, too. <laughs>
3: I I liked it. It's a little overrated, but like, it's a good movie.
2: Is his butt in that too?
1: His butt's in every movie I feel like that he's in,
2: right? Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe he was nude in Sunday in the park with George.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He had to finish that hat by his own terms. (laughs) Listen, is he? I don't know that show.
0: I think that everybody has a whole bunch of clothes on in that show.
1: Unfortunately.
0: It's one of those shows where uh, women are wearing hoop skirts.
2: Yes. I also wrote on my notes, honorary homos- homosexual, Jake G.
1: <laughs> it's true, though. Like, I'm normally super against, or, like, mildly against, in certain circumstances, um, playing gay, if you're not. But he, like, so good at it. And also, mm-hmm. he had a, a sexual relationship with a woman the whole movie, yeah, so it he was Yeah,
2: he was just fluid. Um, but also, it's like, there. Were, <laughs> I saw a quote online that was, like, uh, the director said that he... Uh, purposely made the character, like, sexually fluid. And I was like, I would have never guessed that by naming him Morph. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. The names are great, though. Morph and then, was it, Redora?
2: I, I, the, I wrote, these names are just stupid. <laughs> they are stupid. <laughs>
1: oh, and uh, Josefina. Well, she was, okay, so, interestingly, that actress, Zawe Ashton, I believe is her name, she was just in the last Tony thing we watched, which was a, a BBC miniseries. Playing a similar role, actually. And I, I really enjoy her. She was good. She was good in this. Yeah. It was like the, the, I guess,
0: adulteress.
1: Like adulteress. And I actually, her uh, demise was my favorite, though, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. The paint melting into her body and then yeah. becoming mm-hmm. graffiti. That was it, fun.
3: It does beg the question if you see a spooky phantom art gallery, why are you like, well, time to poke around in here?
2: I want to say that I wish Stanley Tucci played Morph. Ooh, I don't know why. I, okay. I have no idea. I just had that idea like midway. I, okay. I I wrote like, why does he feel like he's playing Stanley Tucci? Like when Stanley Tucci tries mm-hmm. to play gay too, like in burlesque. I don't and stuff. think,
1: I don't really, I like that Jake Gyllenhaal played the role. I would, if anything, I, I like your idea though. I would have added a random other character for Stanley Tucci to play.
3: Yes. I think I would have liked Hall a little more if he had, like like we were saying how the movie can't decide if it's full camp or not. He's the camp is turned up and everyone else is a little more normal i wish people weren't at his level yeah so like if everyone was at that level i think i would have liked it a little more because i don't think it's i think it's just a choice i don't agree with i don't think he's a bad actor obviously but like i he sticks out as a like okay i'm not digging you as the star of this movie right now but i think it's just because he's so ramped up
2: i thought the only person on his level was tony Tony yeah. was Yeah, she's was up great. there, too. She's up Tony there. Was I really that, enjoyed
1: that, that. Oh, my God. That Rosamund high quick
0: With the straight-across bangs, which I know you love, Jake.
1: I love that. Oh, See, you knew. As soon as she showed up, I was like, I love this movie. But also, like, I was so glad that her role got... Because she, she was in and out, but yeah. then she got the best death scene. So I was like, you know, of course. Because,
2: mm-hmm. so like, as should,
1: soon as she ended up being... Wait, what were you saying?
0: Should we talk about the sphere?
1: Yes, the sphere. So that's in the, early on in the movie, right?
0: It's in the first scene. It's so Chekhov's sphere. It's Chekhov's sphere. It's, it's <laughs> basically just a scaled down version of the bean that like oh, fits with, in oh, a room.
2: Like, just as big like- Like a cargo like, bean? It's like the bean, but with glory holes.
0: Yeah, so there's a bunch of holes in it. And in the beginning of the movie, as Jake Gyllenhaal is doing his like cool guy stride through the art gallery- uh, this elderly woman comes out of the sphere oh. exhibit and is like, I haven't felt like that in years. Like, <laughs> did she put her pussy in the sphere?
1: <laughs> um, I think she did, yes.
0: So the sphere uh, has all of these holes and it says if you, like, stick your arm in, then you can feel any a- number of different sensations.
2: Choose your hole and I, <laughs> or something. your destiny. I, I was like, what if that sphere just had, like, grapes and spaghetti in it like one of those halloween pranks where you like put your hand <laughs> in and it's like it's eyes Ooh. or something yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah they don't really explain it which i did like i don't like that. i like that they didn't really explain it or, everybody or what was inside.
0: is having like the most absurd reaction to it
1: <laughs> so and yeah um
0: tony collette gets killed by it which is amazing on.
1: i knew as soon as because this was like hers was like the third well i guess fourth if you count the artist but the fourth on screen death and it's like, it's like, I don't know, the end of the second act, if you want to say. And then Tony's like alone in the gallery. She's just sent Natalia Dyer away. I'm like, uh-oh, Tony's getting a
2: death scene, yay! she like,
1: <laughs> she like rarely dies. And then they, um, she like walks up to the sphere, sticks arm deep in it. And then it, her arm gets torn off. I loved, it, it was so good.
0: And then for Elise plays, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on so redora's funny. cell phone just just like when that four-year-old boy gets killed at the beginning of it <laughs> oh really
2: when pennywise <laughs> yes, rips do. his
0: arm off in the sewer
1: oh. and
2: then it oh cuts my to god his... cinematic parallels mm-hmm.
1: is that a reference
0: i no. felt very connected to craig Long. i like
1: this movie thing. more than it for sure but maybe that's really not a i don't like kids in movies <laughs> well then it be
3: for you because you've
2: <laughs> I did like how one of my favorite parts of the movie was that um, Gretchen, Tony's character how she, I said Gretchen's death was fierce and then the fact that everyone just thought it was part of the art and yes. then kids walked it, walked through the blood and that just trailed the I blood throughout the, that was really yeah, fierce that was the closest I, the
1: movie got to kind of making a statement about yes. art and pretension
2: and that's Before. what I was annoyed by because I love the themes. Like, I, I thought the themes of the movie are so great about, like, monetizing art and, like, criticism and everything. It just didn't go for far enough. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It just... It kind of felt like the screenwriter got a bad review for Nightcrawler and couldn't let it go.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that movie about? It's about it's... a... Um, it's a, a guy who wants to get into, like, crime scene photography to make money from mm. tabloids. So he starts to, like, fudge what's... Ha- like, like, he'll get in where police are already are to get, like, really, really good photographs. And then he starts to, like, do things that are mildly illegal to get really good shots. And he's just this... It's like a... Yeah. It's framed like a movie, like a coming-of-age, beating-the-odds movie, but about a sociopath.
0: Oh, fun. i have only ever seen it while i was on edibles so all i knew (laughs) was that it was scary (laughs) (laughs) and actually i I was so scared for the entire movie that i didn't get coming of age (laughs) at all and now i feel like i have to watch it again um because I love that? coming of age movies. Yeah. If
3: you listen to the sound, the the soundtrack, it's there's all these empowering, swelling strings to be like, "Look, he's doing it." But you're like, "Oh, I hope Wishy would stop doing it, though." Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> and he's like drawing a smiley face in a pool of blood.
3: Yes, yes. 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 Can we talk about the dialogue in Velvet Buzzsaw? It feels like placeholder, pretentious dialogue that he never went back and fixed, so it just feels vaguely surreal and nonsensical. Yeah. Across. I'm like, yes. there's been moments where I'm like, is this movie trolling me? Cause it doesn't feel like a movie, even though it has a story. I'm like, something is weird about how all these people talk that I think it thinks it's being like f- making fun of these pretentious people, but it's doing it in a pretentious way. So it just yes. gets all the, more, all the more jumbled.
2: I felt that way about the breakup scene between, I, I guess if you can call it that, between um, Josephina and uh, Morph, which I still can't just get over. But one when, it when it was David
1: just- is in the kitchen. <laughs>
2: Yes, exactly, I, and I also wrote like, naked David Diggs used as a punchline. <laughs> just- <laughs> he was grinding pepper onto a yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Like- <laughs> eggs. Yeah, I just thought it was like, they, they were just kind of like talking past each other in a way that like, and that's the, like you can do a satire about pretentious people where they speak pretentiously, but if you don't have anything to offset that, if you have no grounding in reality, then yeah. I feel like it doesn't work. Anyway, I can't wait for all four of us to never get work because we're bad enough do this movie. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I—I I mean, I'm getting work because I love this movie, and <laughs> um, I just—I don't know, I for whatever reason it just kind of struck a chord with me because I—I I, I can't decide why I liked it because I normally don't even like horror elements either. I just kind I... of was like.
0: I will say that I did spend a lot of the time that I was watching this movie enjoying it. There were just certain, yeah, there were just moments where I was like, oh, we're only halfway through. Yeah. Or certain moments where I hours. was like, nothing has really happened. You didn't really know minutes.
1: where they were going because yeah. a lot of the characters weren't really fleshed out.
0: It felt a little like... bit aimless. And but it also, also takes place over such a long period of time.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it takes
0: place over the course of like three months.
3: Yeah, and it's not communicated really well. The The one thing I'll say for this movie is it's shot... The cast is really good, and it's shot beautifully. The, all mm. the problems I have are, are with the script. Nothing with, like, the actual camera work and stuff. Like, all the colors are really cool, and the art looks really neat, and the cast is, like I said, fun, but it's just, like... Aesthetically, it's all? very
1: beautiful, yeah. yeah. The I liked all the clothes. Like, the clothes are a really funny mm-hmm. statement on the characters, too. Like, there's this one scene when Gretchen sees josephina from behind and she's literally wearing like the weirdest jumpsuit i've ever seen and it's in the movie for like <laughs> half a second but i don't know if you guys know it's just like one yes. full pant like no pant on the other side like a giant bow and it's just gone in a second i was like yep that's it looked
2: like a really wild project runway uh, yeah <laughs> challenge that michael kors would be like i don't get it and
1: you know what maybe like this movie just need that's all it wanted is literally just like A a mildly gory, annoying runway, and I'm okay (laughs) with that. It wasn't trying. I mean, I don't think it was trying a little bit to be deeper than that, but I also don't think they really.
0: I also, I kind of not. I'm not like a gore person, but for a rated R movie, it felt like they were cutting away from some of the deaths very quickly.
1: (laughs) I mean, Tony's yeah. severed arm was the most it got yeah. to like. That
0: was great. That was fantastic.
2: That was good. Can can I say <laughs> I will never be able to see a sign on a bus anymore without thinking of that one part <laughs> where Art with armless Tony Collette doing a housewife's turn, like
1: <laughs> so good. That was so she'd be
2: funny. like, "Need a hand?" Me too.
1: <laughs> I thought Tony had a lot of fun with this part. She was like. Yeah, she, she like did. quits her job, and then she goes. She constantly is harassing her old employers and being like, "I can sell you
3: pieces," and I'm like, "I don't even care about what you're saying, but you're like selling it." Yeah, yeah. And the storyline kind of goes nowhere, but like, it. I guess the thing is, these are all almost like vignettes about people who are trying to monetize art. So like, it works mm-hmm. on that level, but also the script is lameless. Like we we're talking about. It felt like I mean, this is just my college theater brain once
1: again striking back um really parts of it did feel kind of like uh acting one scenes like yes a play like little mini plays like you know because you know the shape of things uh, oh <laughs> proof all of these are scenes where people are like you are hiding something from me well i don't want to be with you because i'm sexually <laughs> fluid and then it's like well what happened when you father died like that kind of thing you know what i mean yeah yeah, none of those lines were in this movie, but that the whole thing felt
0: like <laughs> when um when Josephina is showing Jake Gyllenhaal the paintings, and he goes, "I'm ensorcelled." <laughs> like, oh my god!
1: Oh, I wrote down some good lines, honestly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um,
0: when um when he sees David Diggs at Josephina's apartment. And he goes. The admiration I had for your work has completely evaporated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, how about when he like is trying to comfort her after he like can't finish because of the creepy painting? And he goes, "Hey, listen to my intelligent
3: mind." Yeah. <laughs> that scene is so weird because they like they never really established why she likes him. And then she's like, "I fell in love with you for your mind, but now your mind is a dumb mind. like it's the strangest." <laughs> That's the scene where I'm just like, am I falling asleep? Because I feel fucking weird watching <laughs> yeah. this.
0: Also, when Tony Collette asks Jake Gyllenhaal to tell her in advance which pieces he oh, likes so that she can sell them to clients, and he gets like so offended
2: by the idea gonna...
0: that he might tell his friend an opinion of a piece of art in advance, he goes, I further the realm which I analyze.
2: I uh, literally wrote down. I love talking about pre-reviewed art like it's like a drug deal. She's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, "Can can you uh, sell me some of that uh, uh, uncut pre-reviewed art or something?" Like, <laughs> and she's and like,
1: goes, "How do you do it with Redora? Don't you tell her everything?" He's like, "We are spiritually connected."
0: And then it and turns his, out his ex was leaking it to. Who is a complete non-character? Day.
1: His ex's character read- is truly in one scene just to show his butt at yeah. a pool and
0: jump in a pool. He just goes, "Come in the pool," and then jumps in the
2: pool.
1: I'm surprised that the the director slash writer
2: isn't gay based on the way That's this the, is shot. Well, I was gonna say honestly, if he was gay, it would be it would probably fix a lot of the issues that I had with it <laughs> because then yeah. it would be like it wouldn't be taking itself as seriously as it did, and it wouldn't be like this weird mishmash of like it can't it couldn't decide what it was because I was just thinking about like. Um, <laughs> velvet gold mine the last time i was I like that this.
0: movie
2: um i love that movie and it's but like that's a perfect example of like a queer person telling a story in a very queer way
1: yeah Todd yeah that's true character. and it wasn't like that movie was the message it was just more inherent i guess like you didn't mm-hmm. have to prove what it was saying like this one kind of does i guess but maybe it's just not saying anything and we're all trying too hard <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: which <laughs> is what modern art is or postmodern art is
3: and, that, and that's why I kind of wanted to like be on this episode is I'm just like, some part of my brain, I don't know what it is about this movie, is trying to force it to make sense and it just won't. I don't know if my brain feels challenged to do it, but I'm just like, it has to make sense. And it doesn't, it just doesn't. But I'm just like, someone else needs to walk me through this because maybe I missed it, but I don't think so.
0: <laughs> what made me feel truly insane was when bryson is looking in the mirror at the gap first of all <laughs> oh
2: that scene all right <laughs> okay. uh, yeah
0: okay so let's talk about bryson's death scene so first yes. he's he he's driving the highway with the with a bunch of haunted paintings in his truck <laughs> like you do
2: because Rodora has
0: because redora has directed him to put them into storage because they didn't sell for enough money and Bryson is like smoking a cigarette in the car, and one of the paintings scares him. So he like drops the cigarette and sets himself on fire, but only a little bit. Then he (laughs) crashes into a sign that says "Humble." (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was (laughs) well. Did he saw the the dead painters in the rearview mirror though? He the like that
0: hitchhiker episode. A haunted painting (laughs) making. making like an arrogant person crash into a sign that says humble i wrote down alex facella hates a metaphor (laughs) i know he's gonna be so mad at this
3: what's the metaphor (laughs) what makes what makes me extra mad about that scene is he does crash into the humble scene and then he gets out and he's still fine this is now two things that should have thematically Mm -hmm. killed him and then he goes into like a truck stop and a bunch of monkey paws come out of the mirror i was like
0: what is this he looks into the mirror the mirror becomes a painting of some monkeys yeah and Then the right. monkeys reach out and pull him into the painting which then turns back into a mirror
3: yeah that was an it's, issue was it, I a had. mirror
2: i thought it was a painting this whole i thought time. it was a painting no it was using but...
3: the truck stop and it becomes
1: the there was a bathroom. there wait i think so. i have my first issue with the movie i think it's um <laughs>
0: Why is there a painting above the sink instead of a mirror? No,
1: I think that the painting, (laughs) the haunted painting possessed the mirror to become, but here's my problem is that it kept thematically showing more and more paintings of this guy that we were not familiar with. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for all we knew, this was you know what I mean? It was like, yes. oh, every single painting is now by this guy. Maybe they that... all
0: they all looked like a painting that you would see at the library as well. Yeah. They were everybody a, a is of, so obsessed with these paint because they're like they cursed, buy, like they cast they, a spell on people, but everybody but is like, these
2: paintings. Yeah, they're like, this yeah. is a masterwork of craftsmanship. I'm like, I this is this is like this is a bad ripoff of Goya and Degas. Like this is not yeah. good. It's but also, also it's what? <laughs>
0: It's monkeys. It's just some monkeys, monkeys in no, a forest. No, but it's also
1: children being abused.
0: It's also that children the, being abused. The
1: backstory, randomly, the detective scene, the random backstory. <laughs> so of Jake
0: Gyllenhaal <laughs> hires a private detective.
2: No, the John Don Don does. John Don Don, who <laughs> looks like every, who looks like every single man in Brooklyn.
0: It really He's played should by have Tom just
2: Sturridge.
0: It really should was have in just Mines. been one art gallery in the movie.
1: Sam, did you know? Did was you it... notice that? It no, was the I did the, the The lead sociopath and Like Minds, psychopath, was played <gasps> him. He looks completely different. Wow. More Tony crossover roles. Yeah, but yeah, he, John Don Don hires the PI. Um,
0: what was everybody's favorite painting?
1: Definitely. Um,
0: or a piece of the, art from the movie, the,
1: the woman and the cat in the shadows.
2: I that's what, that was my answer too. I liked that one better than any of the other ones.
3: I'm gonna say that one that they focus on every time a character is thinking about how messed up the artist was, and it's like that <laughs> three people from a family, and one kid is just like crying, mm-hmm. in, where his face oh, is yeah. like kind of melting into his hands. And that the girls was really like, <laughs> yeah, and that actually was yeah. a cool thing. Here's what bugs me is that shouldn't just for like, economy of writing the guy's paintings be the ones killing people, not when they're around a different piece of art kills you. That's just stupid. Um, I don't know.
0: There Um, were some things that could have been streamlined. There was an IMDb trivia that said all three of the main characters are killed by a piece of art that they had previously criticized, Yeah, which I feel like should have just gone for all the characters. If you're going to do a theme,
2: yeah well like throw in a line for throw in a line for bryson just to be like i hate fucking monkeys or something yeah yeah right yeah just
1: throw it in but um i think but yeah the tragic backstory do we
3: think that added to it in any way i i i wanted more of it because it felt it felt both necessary and throwaway at the same time because they just cram it in so i wish i there was more to why this art is so, cause they like, it was painted with his blood. And then that isn't really relevant to anything because it's different yeah. paintings that are doing the murders <laughs> with the monkey
1: hands. So There's it's like, like blood seeping out of the painting. Yeah. And fire too comes out of the paintings. Um Yeah. How about, so on the topic of how the paintings kill or whatever, the ghosts, the spirits kill. I did like the um, Katy Perry reference uh, when the guy is hung by his H and M scarf, uh, which is a lyric, a lyric from "You're So Gay," uh, forgotten Katy Perry song where she uh, was homophobic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like. Oh, know. I remember. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, love that do- song. <laughs> Sometimes I put it on for shits. Um, how do we think that the artist actually died? Do you think he like was killed by his own work, or did he like just keel over because he was old?
3: It looked like and I just keeled over because I'm old, but also I feel like it's not worth the brain power for me to do the movie's work for it. (laughs) So I'm kind of like, I don't fucking care anymore. (laughs) But if I had to say, I think he was just old and died.
0: Yeah, one of my notes just says, I'm tired of this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that he was like fully on the ground, like immobile. And then that guy walks by and just goes is he okay
0: (laughs) he was fully in like a fetal position
2: yeah Mm -hmm. oh
3: i have a i have a note i wrote down this is final destination with a liberal arts degree yep (laughs) oh my god
1: that's true i think that the moral of the movie was um all art is dangerous morph yes
2: i did like that (laughs) line i wrote that down
1: and we see, they, early on, they close they do close-ups on her, on uh, Redoja Rude, 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 um, Cat, her tattoos. <laughs> um, she has one tattoo that says, like, all, like, are all death, no,
2: no, no art. D- no death, no no art. 1983.
1: Or, yeah,
2: 1983.
1: <laughs> Just, like, shut the, the fuck bus up. Saw, the buzzsaw on the nape of her neck. The saw in the nape of her neck that says Velvet Buzzsaw. I thought Velvet Buzzsaw was like an artistic movement she co-founded.
0: I thought it was going yeah, to turn out that the artist was in the band with her and that she had like abandoned oh. him to become rich. And that would be why the movie was called Velvet Buzzsaw. It would be yeah. why she got killed by the Velvet Buzzsaw tattoo at the end. That would have been
1: um, a fun little s- full circle moment. Mm. Um, but I, I am a fan of naming things uh, that only vaguely relevant <laughs> to it, because names are sometimes more about a vibe. I feel.
0: Yeah. This did, that's just me. Velvet Buzzsaw does fit like the vibe. It's the a movie. vibe.
1: This movie is a total vibe. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again, with like, you know, wine. You know, I've also creepy been, paintings.
0: I've also been mixing this movie up with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs for two years.
3: I, explain. <laughs> i think that they both came out
0: they i i haven't seen i hadn't seen either of them i think that they both came out around the same time they did and they both were being talked about with the word vignette thrown around Ah. so coming up to this movie i was like oh i have to watch that fucking james franco movie and then (laughs) lucky me it's not james franco at all i was so pleased
3: the other he
1: sucks, gay. but he totally could have fit in this movie. Like, I'm glad they didn't cast him, but, like, because they easily could have.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he could have been John Dondon <clears throat> or something.
1: But that was post his, like, semi-cancellation, though, I think.
0: I feel like James Franco gets semi-cancelled, like, a- once a year.
1: Well, he got, like, semi-cancelled like, right before he was almost going to be Oscar-nominated for the Tommy Wiseau thing.
0: Oh, that's right. Um... Because he wore like a like a paper clip to the SAG Awards or something to show that he was a, a friend to
1: oh, oppressed. Oh, the Times people. Up movement, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, and then. Somebody... I thought he was. I thought he was canceled after *Of Mice and Men* when he was like hitting on young women of the sutra. That's okay, what I, I thought, should...
0: that,
1: but no, that was <laughs> That's only when I a, like him. That was a liberal arts feminist cancellation, oh. which doesn't yeah. matter in the real world. Apparently, it
0: was also like 2013
2: <clears> when this happened,
1: but that was a big deal for. Me and for Sam's circle, for sure. <laughs> so that's when I cancelled him as well. Um, Last
2: time I was on here, I accidentally cancelled Christian Bale for something <laughs> that you say he brutalizes people, when he probably just doesn't. He doesn't. No. No. Oh, do we like need to make a redaction? At yeah, or I, I, yeah he yelled I think at someone, it's totally it's fine like... to
1: yell at people if they did yeah. something fucked up.
2: I, like I think it's one of those retrospective things that people are like, maybe he wasn't that bad, but oh. I don't. Know. I don't trust anyone with money.
1: I canceled yeah. Ellen. I still cancel because <laughs> it's like fun to do because like everyone is like everyone defends her so much. I just love to like say she's canceled even though she's not.
3: Yeah. I mean, she is well, friends with a war criminal. That's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> she's going to be hanging out with Trump in like oh, absolutely four months at like mm-hmm. a hockey game or something. Yeah, either she know.
3: will or someone on that level will be and will be like, that's awful. And then nothing will happen. Like, yeah. Cause the I just hope
1: are it's the not. I hope it's not Will Goldberg. I can't handle that. No.
2: I I can't I'm, I can't envision that happening, frankly. <laughs> You've become
0: so devoted to the View lately, Jake. I
1: really, I really have. Every your morning, eyes,
2: ju-
0: your eyes just lit they up. They
1: lit up. I literally, I'll, it comes on eleven. I wake up at like ten forty eight, and I'm like, oh, it's time. And I <laughs> run to my living room, and watch it. Thank God for my parents' YouTube TV. Honestly. And Joy Behar is so great. She's 78 years old. How? Wow.
2: She was born 78 years ago.
1: Oh, yeah. Megan McCain. Ugh, love to hate.
0: <laughs> she, she wants what <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Hasselbeck had.
1: Elizabeth Hasselbeck had way more power than Megan McCain because yeah. back then being conservative was like, for some reason, allowed. Um, <laughs> I mean it's allowed today but not if you're like on tv yeah thank god she's always whiny about how there's not more conservatives on the the panel with her she's like i love i am so pro-life i believe abortion is murder like i'm the most pro-life person you'll ever meet meanwhile goldberg has had six abortions (laughs) and literally and she she like yelled at her it was so great
0: I still think about when Lena Dunham said that she wished she had had an abortion and then put out an apology two days later that said that came from a delusional girl persona that sometimes speaks <laughs> from me.
1: Sometimes my brain speaks for me and...
0: <laughs> it was the best thing she's ever done by far.
1: I think that... I mean, I can't say that, that that's an okay thing to say, but I think it's an okay thing to say. It's
0: 100% okay to say. She was at an abortion like fundraiser And all these women were getting up making speeches, talking about how they had had abortions and then like gone on to lead wonderful lives. And then Lena Dunham went up and she was like, wow, like I'm in such great company. I kind of wish I had had an abortion too.
1: It's like that scene in Lady Bird when she's, she says, if your mom had had the abortion, we wouldn't have to be sitting through this assembly right now. I think this movie could have only been improved if Lena Dunham was in it.
0: Oh, absolutely. She would
1: have absolutely fit into this world.
2: Who could she have played? Uh, the old Stanley woman, Chim- who,
1: girlfriend. <laughs> the,
2: the old woman who said, "I've felt like that in years." <laughs> I, one that? of my one of my favorite moments was uh, um, when uh, Jake when Morph just starts critiquing the organ music at the funeral. Mm-hmm. I felt a little seen by that, I and wrote then that just down. like complaining about the color of the casket. But it, oh to, in God. his in fairness, it was an ugly casket. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was the same. It was, it literally looked like they shot that scene on the same set that they shot uh, Tony's daughter in Hereditary's funeral.
2: I was
1: gonna say, all same, of Desperate
3: Housewives? same cast. Same cast. <laughs> yes. Every Tony's oh funeral was the same funeral. Ooh. Coincidence?
1: Ooh. I hope she never dies. God.
0: What else is there to talk about in this movie? I thought
1: there would be more, but I also thought that I wouldn't Me be too. the only one who liked it.
2: I had so many <laughs> notes. I, did, I also want to say, in defense of the monkeys, um, that sink <laughs> that he was washing himself off in was like a staph infection waiting to happen. So oh, I think yeah. they were just trying to help him out.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: Um, I think, uh, I'm just going through my notes again. I think part of the problem with this movie is the movie wants to be making fun of these people, but I think on some level, it also thinks these people are cool. Yes. Like yeah. Glorifying mm-hmm. them and trying to poke fun at them so it really doesn't work.
0: Yeah, but also- It's hard also- to do that. i do think that like it's necessary to come from a place of affection for the characters Mm -hmm. but um it was like so much of the dialogue was just word salad
3: it's all exactly it's all word salad the characters motivations are salad it's just (laughs) salad motivation Word word salad motivational salad um and that's what's kind of hard about it is like i think the if you talk ask the director he'd be like oh i hate all these people but yes. also it's like, why are you kind of like shooting them like, they're all super cool. And then it just doesn't, because all the ways it's making, because it seems to be trying to make fun of them using their language, but like uh, in hyperbole. But that just sounds like you you can't really parody these kinds of people because they're so actually ridiculous in real life that it's like, you're barking up a weird tree. <laughs> yeah, I happen? think
1: part of the problem with, that I just realized with like critiquing, these people is that they really had no actual antagonist besides mm-hmm. the haunted paintings. It was more like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Id- oh, <laughs> <laughs> the idea of David Diggs being like um, authentic or whatever, which we didn't even know if he was, yeah. um, was was kind of there, but like they didn't have any like someone being like, oh my gosh, this art is actually this, and well, I guess John Malkovich. Eh, a little bit. We haven't even talked about him yet. Randomly, where
2: did he go? Midway
0: through the To the movie,
1: beach, did you watch the credit go. scene?
0: Uh, oh that I was him? What? I didn't
1: realize yeah. that was. You him. you turned it off right away, didn't you? I knew No,
0: I watched the whole credit <laughs> sequence because the credit sequence is literally just somebody who i didn't know was john malkovich just a guy with a stick like twirling loops in some sand at the beach
1: it's because he was finding how art was actually ephemeral and like didn't matter and it was like it could be swept away at any moment and like all you had was the creation of
0: it yeah
2: speaking of the wow credits,
0: I- now i like <laughs> the credit sequence
2: Speaking of the credits, I... I didn't
0: like how long we had to focus on his feet. There was a long period of time
3: in which all <laughs> yes. we could
0: see was sand loops and feet.
3: This was a Tarantino credit sequence.
2: hmm
0: <laughs> Tarantino fucked John
2: Malkovich after this. Yes. That's giving Tarantino way too What much were you work. saying about the
3: credits
1: <laughs> sequence, um,
2: I So there are 21 people listed for stunts who? Where were the stunts? What was Who? <laughs> there were four, I I counted twenty one people listed under stunts. That's
0: insane.
2: But there were no stunts. Like there I don't no remember stunts. there being any like blowing up moments. There was no um, like maybe the, the fresh, maybe, and that's maybe all the
1: remember. the robo the hobo robot was a stunt person.
2: But he had a separate listing. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. it. Hob- hobo man had a listing. And that is also oh, he just was two be people.
1: The artist. I thought he was going to be the, the artist and take off his little mask and be like, I'm the man with the paintings. That would have been stupid.
0: I want to talk about it been the, fitting. the homeless man robot for a second because yeah. he, it appears for the first time like a minute and a half into this movie.
1: I built opened, a railroad.
0: It opened. <laughs> It opens on Jake Gyllenhaal like striding into the art exhibit looking so cool. And then he approaches this like robot that's also a homeless person. And the homeless man looks at him and goes, do you know what it's like to feel invisible? And then Jake Gyllenhaal says something to like Tony Collette. And then he's like, I once built a railroad. And then Jake is like, this robot sucks. An hour and a half later, the robot returns at Jake Gyllenhaal's storage facility, and kills Jake Gyllenhaal while right saying, at- "I once built a railroad."
2: Yeah, and then Jake Gyllenhaal goes, "Wait, I understand," and then he snaps his neck. It-
3: it's the hobo man is so slow i was he so excited just, he could have just walked away mildly quickly he'd have been fine but he keeps <laughs> walk. everyone in this movie i know it's a cliche to say like oh bad horror movie everyone why are you like going into the house whatever but like everyone in this movie it's like you have ample time to be like nah <laughs> but they all keep they dig in the holes and they yeah. Go into the galleries, and they With their arm in the hole. Touch Hobo Man, like well, no, <laughs> If I see any kind of robot, much less a hobo robot that looks oh, like it could murder me in a dark hallway, I am yeah. out.
0: Hobo bot.
1: Well, Redora did escape her first death thing when her giant uh, obelisk yeah. thing fell almost Cause, on her.
3: Because apparently, this man's magic is so powerful, except it fucks up sometimes.
2: That obelisk looked like one of Delia Dietz's sculptures from Beetlejuice.
1: (laughs) And sometimes people just go missing and they don't get killed. I don't know, like Natalia Dyer doesn't find them. (laughs) I feel like she should have walked by the graffiti that, what's her face, uh, Mm Josephina got stuck in. That would have been fun. Mm
0: Um.
1: Oh, how about the random side plot where she like made Jake Jalen Hall write her ex a bad review and then he went into a coma? <laughs> <laughs>
2: he got into a car.
0: Yeah, I, I love He wrapped that. his car around a tree. It's like kind of implied that he killed himself. Mm-hmm.
2: He like drunk which, drove.
0: Which yes, I love. He was so
1: upset. Because of a bad review
0: she's josephina is like making out with jake gyllenhaal he's like kissing her neck and she's like my ex has an exhibition this friday he's a total hack will you will you write a bad review and jake gyllenhaal is like absolutely because apparently that isn't like an an,
2: an,
1: ethical problem
2: (laughs) synthesizing these two conversations i one of my favorite parts was when uh, they're at the at John Don Don's funeral, and the guy who made Hobo, is I think it is the guy who made Hobo Man walks up to him and is like, "Hey, you wrote a you wrote a review that makes everyone hate my robot," and he's like, "Sorry," and then he just walks away.
1: <laughs> I would have really loved to see um, Olivia Coleman's character from Fleabag make an appearance <laughs> at the gallery because she always had like exhibitions. She's that's definitely on brand for this.
0: The main characters get killed by pieces of artwork that they've criticized. So my understanding of this is that if I was in the world of this movie, I would get killed by a voiceover narrator. Who, who would you guys get killed by in the world?
3: Like any artwork,
0: any artwork that you despise or any like theme of art that you don't like any Mm -hmm. device.
3: I would be strangled to death by both Cohen brothers because I've talked shit about the Big Lebowski for years. They're also Buster Scruggs, right? Yeah. Wow. I I think they're very hit and miss and a lot of the pe- movies that people like love from them, I'm like, I don't think Big Lebowski's funny. Fargo's really good and whatever, but like that's when I'm like, why does this have a festival and they would just <laughs> it would just be a 10-minute sequence where they just hold me down and just watch the life train from my eyes. And then they have White Russians. So <laughs>
1: For me, this would be, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I would like wake up in a simulation where like, I was literally in the office from the office and they would drop a pot of chili on my head and I would drown. Wow. Cause I hate the office.
2: <gasps> I don't I, hate it. It's
1: just boring to
2: me. <laughs> I I don't know what I would die for. I'd have to think about this. I'm too nice to like actively, even this I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I still kind of like it. Um. Come
3: back oh god, I don't know. You get strangled by Jill and and Morph going,
2: Have an opinion. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. You get strangled. <laughs> but that would be fun
3: though.
1: That would be fun. That's not further bad the art you analyze.
3: <laughs> you
0: get strangled by the name Morph.
1: Oh yeah. Ooh. Or the like little gelatinous creature in Treasure Planet. Anybody, anybody? It's called Morph.
3: <laughs> Every time I hear Morph, I just think of that character that was in the X-Men cartoon pilot and then we never saw him again. Morph, that was Out that of was my me. scope
0: of knowledge, Alex <laughs> <Me too. Cisella. laughs>
1: We've all at least once mentioned a random thing none of the other people respond to in the past hour, and we've all just gone.
0: Yeah. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am excited to have both of you on the podcast because we have friendships partially, the three of us actually have friendships partially devoted to honoring the musical Rent. When um, I was
1: 13, I performed Out Tonight on every single, like... Um, Bannister. Bannister. <laughs> like, I still do that. I
2: still do that. I, I, I literally... All the choreography.
1: Yes, my parents, uh, when well, they lived in Texas, this was two years ago. They had, like, a an outlet mall with, like, a, a railing. <laughs> and it was, I was just taking a walk and I sent Sam a picture and I was like, can I, should I perform out tonight right here, right now? She's like, yes.
2: <laughs> Kate, you're really speaking to my soul right now. I, we have a banister in my garage. I've never told anyone this. We have a banister in our garage and I, and it look, it's built kind of like the one she uses yeah. in, uh, um, in the, uh, original app, uh, version. And I used to perform on it all the time. You
1: have to, you have to, you gotta, <laughs> What's the time? Yeah. It's
2: so fun. I literally, and I always tell cuz my my boyfriend does not like rent, and I I'm always like yeah, it's That's so good and then I'm always just like in out tonight she she throws her hair down and glitter comes out of it. He's like cuz no one's ever done that before. And I'm like, but it's just so oh good. please.
1: Mimi Marquez invented glitter. Come on.
2: Glitter. <laughs> Cl- it
1: is. <laughs> they almost called rent glitter.
0: That's what I call my vaginal <laughs> yeast.
2: Clitter <laughs> buzzard. Nut-
1: nutritional yeast. Um, <laughs> or, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what I eat. That's what we eat as vegans. <laughs> it's, it's I a like a nutritional substitute. yeast, but
2: now I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> so, substitute. Alex,
0: I'm so, I'm so <laughs> fascinated by your experience with rent because you didn't experience it at all until you were
3: in your 30s. That is very correct and then i it experienced it nice. a lot so what <laughs> i experienced it a lot then because we did it on the podcast so i had to like really dig oh, into yeah. it
1: but yeah did you so dig I... into every single song like every tune up every voicemail uh well,
3: I, could I, I, I listened right to here. it a bunch of times <laughs> so we could talk about it and i watched the live one that was a few years ago where roger broke his leg like a horse and um so yeah watched the documentary the- about the making of the movie Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I didn't hear the only song I knew until I was like 31 was Seasons of Love, and everyone's like, How did you, how did Rent this, like not break through your bubble? Like, I don't know, yeah, but I didn't, I only knew that one song. It's also the premise
0: The premise of the podcast that you're on as well is <laughs> that you don't know anything about musical theater or that you didn't when you first started.
3: Yeah, yeah, now I kind of do just from doing the show so much, but
0: um, Rent
1: is good. Um, Vanessa Hudgens was an underrated. She Maureen. She so
3: good. So good. I really liked her. Did she, should she pull out her ass
1: or no?
0: I don't know.
3: <laughs> not In that bad, lyric,
0: but
1: It was prominent. Maureen always mm-hmm. has to flash the audience, oh, the God. moon, Fair the audience.
2: Ass yeah. Me.
1: I feel like I would have remembered that if she had, <laughs> but I don't think she did.
2: <laughs> I did not watch, I pointedly did not watch the, like, Sam
1: freezer. and I watched it together. Um, oh.
0: They cut, cut out like it. half of the tune ups and voicemails, but then left in contact.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it was a strange choice. Yeah,
1: they did cut the best voicemail, didn't they? Or did they? I think they moved voicemail too, to like right before a Joanne moment or something. Yeah,
0: something they did something voicemail? weird. With oh, Sam
1: voicemail. and I go off, Sam and I lip sync that like all through college
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> in the 22nd and floor.
2: Oh, and kitten, we have a Mary. Oh, no, that's and what they did. They finally edited it.
1: They literally edited it so much they were like well joanne we're off and uh <laughs> it was like okay <laughs>
0: also joanne from to live was in a movie that we watched for the yes. podcast what was it? Uh, a few weeks ago hearts beat loud
1: yes uh kiersey clemens yeah we also she get play a play. child what she played ron swanson's daughter who finds the gift of music
0: uh jake your favorite movie that we've watched for this podcast so far has been Hereditary. So now it's time for a segment called Is It Better Than Hereditary? Jake, is Velvet Best Saw better than Hereditary? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: I would like to say that I have disagreed with Jake on almost, I'm like <laughs> 75% of it. He doesn't, you don't like...
1: It's hard, I, but I feel like it's the only movie that's that I can feel okay replacing hereditary with right now (laughs) and I don't want them I don't want us to end with hereditary being my favorite movie because uh, I feel like I will be killed you'll never
0: be able to replace it
1: exactly it's good but I feel like I would be more likely to watch this again before I rewatch hereditary because I can only watch it like once every four years
0: yeah Mm. well we're adding it to our Halloween lineup now
1: I know I know maybe I'll be smoking weed by then again Um, (laughs) (laughs) but maybe not
0: Um, Part of the reason why I wrote Alex Facella hates metaphors in my notes was because after you saw Hereditary Alex, you were texting me and you were like, there were too many obvious metaphors about Alex Wolf's throat closing up. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was my favorite part of the movie.
3: And then I explained to you all the ways that you were wrong.
0: And I was like, (laughs) God damn it. I was like, I guess... (laughs)
3: yeah I, I, mean, I will say this. The first act of hereditary is amazing. Mm-hmm. and she is amazing throughout. I just think that the it gets dumber and dumber as it goes along until I'm just like, hail payment. we okay. we do agree on um
0: the Which first half is ha- better? the first half is also my favorite, but yeah, I like ev- the second half. Everybody that I know prefers
3: the second half. Okay. just because I, mean, I don't
1: like to like throw up in my mouth at like decapitated children. That's oh yeah all. like.
3: <laughs> like <laughs> kudos to that guy for making you think like he's just implying the scariest thing you could see and then cutting to it a second later so you're like oh that must be awful oh that is awful
2: <laughs> <laughs> good for him i almost stra- I, I almost straight up walked out of the theater when i saw him. well i actually did <laughs> my friend who i was with did. it was really it was really really horrifying
3: wow. i just hate when i see a scary movie and i didn't like it and also it robs me of like a month's sleep so i'm just like ah <laughs> oh, you fucked me so bad <laughs>
2: I I really had to um, rethink about my Zoloft prescription after Hereditary, just because we, we all did.
1: <laughs> yeah, we watched it like three weeks ago, and I'm just now was getting over it. So thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Here on the Tony Award. Oh, does anybody have any other notes before we move on to awards? Um, oh,
2: I just loved uh, Renee Russo's delivery of pop art when she's like talking into her or doing voice to <laughs> text, i thought
3: that was really iconic it was oh i had i have a really random one it just says i i don't remember what the context for this was but i wrote down who says insulted my intelligent mind it's insulted my intelligence somebody said that they had their intelligent mind insulted i was like no one talks like that yeah it was jake g It was probably jake stands it. for jake galen <laughs> hall all my notes <laughs> boil down to like this dialogue sucks <laughs> I'm like, wow! I really hate this. <laughs> all the words in this movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I will probably watch this movie again. Woo! I have to say, in I like might- a, cu- in at like in. If I'm in the mood for it, I no, I won't.
3: <laughs> I I just <I> you <laughs> to show your work on that one as to why, but
2: <laughs> I have friends who I feel like would also have strong opinions on it, so I might just like watch it with them. And, oh like, yeah, just try and like it's a good idea.
0: Yeah, it's also now that I know which moments I can tune out during, mm-hmm, right. it is a good movie to watch with somebody because I can be like, this scene doesn't matter. Tell me what's going on with your mom.
2: <laughs> what's going on with her
0: yeah okay here on the Tony oh, oh, wait, Awards
2: wait, wait one more thing I just remembered uh, can we as society agree to not tell people stressful personal information right before they're going to go do something like in the first five seconds when someone calls josephina and is like hey do you have a second she's like no and she's like oh by by the way your boyfriend's cheating on you mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah she's we like, never see this character right
0: <laughs> no
2: that was coco
0: that was natalia dyer oh
2: wow. Okay. oh my god i didn't even think about that
0: um, i saw it coco. because um i just her, think that her phone lit up and it was a picture of natalia dyer and it said coco and i was
2: like Coco. Oh,
1: and and uh at one point, Rodora calls her Rococo, and she's like, "It's Coco." <laughs> it's
2: Coco, actually. Also, why did Jake Gyllenhaal have the flip phone? Did anyone else notice? To...
0: Because he, he sucks.
1: sucks. He was good. All
0: right, here in the Tony Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Jake
2: faggot Gyllenhaal. Don't cut that out. <laughs> no, don't.
0: Uh, here in the Tony Awards, we give three awards to each film, the first of which is Best Prop. So, Alex, what was your best
3: prop? My best prop is the whisker that David Diggs is using to make those scrambled eggs because its comedic timing is impeccable. <laughs> like, he walks into that awkward room and it's just like, hey, buddy. And then the pepper grinder, like, <laughs> all those kitchen tools kind of are my favorite prop because David Diggs. <laughs> just knows how to work them to make that scene kind of enjoyable hobo man was a close talking though
0: what about you jake
1: my best prop was uh wow i'm spacing on her name uh josephina's um small metal bean shaped vape with hash oil that she was smoking in a cab i thought that was that was fun
2: my favorite prop was the blue-eyed doll whose eyes opened really wide. It, she said, "This is my moment." Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. One of my uh, one of my custom awards was best cameo, and I wrote Annabelle from The Conjuring <laughs> about. <that doll.
1: laughs> she was like, "Hey."
0: Uh, my mm-hmm. best prop was that that painting of him in bed getting yelled at and he has like green joker hair. Oh the kid? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like he's, like
0: he's the Joker.
1: Cruella herself.
0: <clears throat> uh the next award is best Tony moment. So Jake, what was yours?
1: Is her hair allowed to be a moment? Because it really was. I think her hair, her hair her hair Tony's it, wig was Jake, the moment.
0: It's not a moment. <laughs> It's a movement.
1: It's a movement. <laughs> Thank you. That was great.
2: Uh, Craig, what about you? Uh, my favorite Tony moment was when she bursts back into the office she used to work at and just goes, Oh boy, I do miss here. <laughs> <laughs> just the line reading I thought was really wow. uh, something uh, else.
0: Mine was, oh, I just wrote, best Tony moment, bus. What
3: about you, Alex? My favorite Tony moment is when she says, before the sublime, the whole body quivers. Because it's as stupid as every other line, but she sells it so good. Before the sublime, the whole body
0: quivers.
1: Quivers. Uh, Tony truly does not have an American accent that is not just like gallery owner. Like that's her American (laughs) accent default.
0: What was everybody's custom award?
3: Uh, my custom award goes to biggest how the fuck do you still have this job that goes to the guy who was smoking with a priceless
2: painting in his lap. My custom award was honorary faggot Jake Gyllenhaal. Just
3: <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Well, then it's unanimous.
2: <laughs> my custom All award, in favor? <laughs> my, my custom award was um, least erotic use of sex I've ever seen. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Also, I just realized uh, about there's the uh, part in the beginning where they talk about the sphere, and then right after that is when he sticks uh, w- when Gar- Garf <laughs> when morph st- <laughs> when morph sticks his hand up Josephina's skirt, and I was like, "Cinematic!" Oh, oh wow. that, that was like, fun.
3: Oh. But anyway, was I thought fun. all this.
2: I thought all of the sex was very unerotic, but maybe that's just me.
0: It was. Uh, my custom award besides the Best Cameo, was Best Tearjerker Moment. And it was when um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Josefina are sharing a cab and vaping together. Because I miss sharing cabs with people and sharing vapes. And I wish I could do it again.
1: Mine is, on that note, like an erotic kind of thing. I thought it was funny. I don't know what to call this award. Let's say, I guess, most comfortable work uniform to Jake Gyllenhaal when he was writing... <laughs> Art critiques naked in a chair. <laughs>
2: Completely nude.
1: That so was, that was funny. Um, I don't know. It was inspiring.
2: I didn't understand that because they all talk about how expensive their chairs are. Like she's literally said, yeah. also, get your get your feet off that. And he's putting his ass on his on his own. It
1: was probably it was probably specifically a chair to be sat
3: nude in. Oh, it was the ass chair. Yeah. yeah. It was the, the ass designated chair.
0: chair of the you house. Can tell it's, by the it. imprint.
2: <laughs> it's not like it was white. It just like has a butt plug like on yeah. it. <gasps> yeah. He sit and Jake Gyllenhaal sits in there to like get in the mood for his whenever he has to play a gay character, <laughs> which is it's all his, the time. It's his actor yeah. secret.
1: <laughs> oh my god! You hear the mm. no I'm before the so sublime, sorry. the whole body. So <laughs>
2: <sorry>. Wait,
0: <laughs> Craig, did you see the second It movie? No, I did not. Okay, well, the adult. Isn't it homophobic? Play- the the adult <laughs> um, the adults playing Eddie I thought was Jake Gyllenhaal the entire time because I had only ever seen Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler which I was again on edibles for and at the end w- I was coming out of the theater with Andrew and I was like Jake Gyllenhaal did a great job and Andrew was like you're <laughs> so fucking stupid
1: <laughs> that was mean of him to say yeah
0: you've met him I've Are never seen Andrew?
1: Brokeback
2: Mountain
0: neither have I. It's good. Anne Hathaway's in it, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, she sees you see her uh, breasts. I was the titties, you but I thought that was, I
1: thought that was supposed to. You see your titties. <laughs> I love that. That was your main takeaway from Brokeback Mountain.
2: <laughs> I, I I was talking about this again with my boyfriend over the weekend because we were gonna watch it, and he was like, "I don't feel like crying." And I was, like, "I didn't cry when I was watching it. I thought it was only okay."
0: What you have to do is, um, what I sometimes want to do with Carrie is, you just shut it off at a certain point.
1: So you don't cry?
0: Yeah, like at Carrie. You
1: cry during Carrie?
0: My dream viewing of Carrie is to turn it off right before the pig's blood falls on her. Yeah. And then then it just- Time it out
1: so that you turn it on right as her mom is dying and orgasming?
0: No, just-
1: (laughs) Turn it back on.
0: Just turn it off completely as she's winning Prom Queen and then I pretend that it's a happy ending. Oh, and then you and I act
1: out the rest of the film.
0: No, I pretend that it's a happy ending where she makes friends.
2: Falls in love with Tommy Ross. Yes, and then goes to college mm-hmm. and makes a has a fabulous career as a Mental pediatric therapist. What probably probably
0: <laughs> majors in like art history, minors in urban planning.
2: And then she becomes some a gallery owner. Action. <laughs> and, then yeah. she, and then she joins Velvet Buzzsaw, the mm-hmm. band, the punk band that mm-hmm. had no business being in this film.
3: Changes her name to Redora. <laughs> And that's Carrie White.
1: <laughs>
3: All right. All right.
0: Um, it looks like we've reached <laughs> the end of our podcast. Do you guys have anything to plug? Uh,
3: I have a podcast called Broadway Baby, where my two theater friends, who are also a very sweet married couple, teach me about musicals every week. We're doing Kinky Boots. It uh, comes out this Monday. And we just did Come From Away. It was very fun.
2: Ooh. Cool. Follow me on my Facebook. It's just Craig Long. Um I post piano videos uh and I have some other projects that I'm interested in uh posting. So stay tuned there, I
0: guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, As Whoopi
1: says at the end of every the view, she says, wash your hands. Am I allowed to do that? I don't know. Wash your (laughs) hands, wear a mask, and enjoy the view.